Hello, nerds and nerdettes, and welcome back to the Nerdson Podcast. I am joined by my friend here, Joel, once again. Say hello. Hello. And uh, today, you probably guessed it, we are talking about the Lord of the Rings, Rings of the Power, Rings of Power, excuse me, teaser trailer that came out during the Super Bowl. Yes. And, we also have um, some posters that came out too. Yes, yes, as we see. Um, before we get started, though, our friend Anya would like to say hellos as well. Yep, I just want to say hi. I want to be sitting in and um, judging uh, our every comment. Judging, uh, we're not <laughs> judging, but listening. I guess I'm like the audience for you guys in this episode because <laughs> I don't know anything about what you're going to talk about. She's um, been given. So I'm just like She's just a reaction by the fireplace. Yeah, I'm just chilling by the fireplace, painting and just reacting the to wall. whatever um, they're saying. So yes, that is going to be me. I will be quiet now. So without further ado, we'll go ahead and get started on this discussion. I'm very excited. Yes. I have a lot to uncover here. And um, before we started recording, Joe had a little fun fact. I told him to save it for this part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I found out a thing, which is kind of trippy. So we all know the given adage, right? We the number of rings, the three rings for the elven lords, seven for the dwarf, mm-hmm. for the dwarves under the mountain, nine for the kings of men, for they are frail and mortal, and one for the one ring to rule them all for the dark lord, right? Mm-hmm. Take that, throw it backwards, and you have the year Tolkien died, nineteen seventy-three. Bro. Hmm. <laughs> Coincidence? QX files theme. Coincidence? I think not. Um, it's yeah. too good. Yeah, that is our fun fact, or Joe's fun fact. I totally, totally came up with that. Uh, yes. But yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So, without further ado, we'll get into it here. Talking about the Lord of the Rings. The Rings of Power trailer that came out during the Super Bowl um, was like two weeks ago now uh, at the time of recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's get into the first image that we yes. saw. Yes. So we open up to a waterfront human city. Um, kind of very reminiscent of... Uh, Oh, snap. Uh, uh, Minas Tirith. Minas Tirith, yeah. I was like, I got the second part. But, <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah, so it's a really cool looking city, of course. <laughs> but um, the thing is, after further examination by most people, it's seemed that it's related to the Argonath. And mm-hmm. it was kind of featured in the posters for Fellowship of the Ring back in 2001 from what this image says. So it's very interesting, especially with the, uh, with how Peter Jackson's trilogies, you know, kind of like, 
with that iconic, you know, scene there, something that's familiar to fans immediately, something that they can recognize pretty quickly. So yeah, you know, it's also like some may think this is um the kingdom of Gondor, but it's definitely not. So it could probably be more, I guess, or probably new. Numenor, Numenor, is that how you say it? I think and, so. <clears throat> which is the civilization, civilization, like the human civilization whose found survivors founded Gondor. So mm-hmm. that's a big possibility on what this place could be. Um, once again, very cool, very cool. I think there, it's kind of goes without saying that this is going to be related to. Uh, one of the kings of men, for sure. Seeing how, like, a couple seconds in, there's a massive mountainside statue dedicated to one. So potentially uh, one of the nine kings that received the Ring of Power. So we were talking about the waterfront human city. And our next image is going to be the hunters with the elkhorn, something that's at least to me, newer that I haven't mm-hmm. seen yet in Middle Earth universe. I have uh, no idea what those are. <clears throat> those are some dudes with some big ears. Uh, no. <laughs> Actually, <Yeah>. flabbergasted. <laughs> Taken aback. Um, call me confuzzled. Yes. So it's like a Vanity Fair article described them as a nomadic. You know, as nomadic hunters that wander the fields of Middle Earth, I think it would be very interesting to see, kind of like the more. Like, I don't know if they were like in the books or like in like the Cimmerian or anything like that, but um, it'd be interesting to see if they like play a bigger part in the storyline of this uh, narrative of this narrative. So it will be. Very interesting to see them more often. Hunters with elk horns traveling the fields of Middle-earth. And then we have our third image of a young Harfoot girl. And uh, Joey, would you like to take a little swing at that? I'm guessing it might be... Looks like kind of a... Prelude to potentially a character that we see later on potentially the lead character mm-hmm. that wields uh, kind of like half plate <clears throat> half plate armor has some filigree on the sides and a elven make dagger with a golden pommel mm-hmm. you already know that, I was looking at that dagger bro that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> I, I'm guessing that that's my guess aside from that random poor peasant girl yeah it's like I I don't know because um like why they would show her outside of her maybe being like a character reveal further on I have no idea. She's important to the story in some way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think she's like kind of recurring character because she's in another uh, shot here coming up pretty soon, and played by Megan Richards, and it's kind of like. 
like Harfoots were kind of like the precursor to the hobbits that we know uh, today. And um, so it'll be interesting to see how they, you know, implement that into the narrative as well. As it says, like the Harfoots culture kind of thrives on like, kind of like roguelike, kind of like secrecy and evading detection and stuff like that. So that'll be interesting to see that, you know, dynamic being played in here. So looking forward to that for sure. And, um, let's see here. The, the next image we have is Galadriel climbing a frozen waterfall. Is that Galadriel? Are we, do we have confirmation that, that that's who that is? That's the talk of the town. Um, but, you know, you know, it probably is because according to Tolkien, Tolkien's um, legendarium, you know, Gladwell did like do a lot of pretty cool stuff, pretty wild stuff before she became the Gladwell that we know in Peter Jackson's trilogy. Trilogies. Um. So yeah, looking at this shot here. So we, she is hanging off of a frozen waterfall. And we kind of get a glimpse of that dagger that we saw early on one of the posters. Of the, where you can see like it has gold and silver plants. And, ooh. You know, with a fun theory about that dagger talking about how it can be intended to evoke the two magical trees that once gave Galadriel's birthplace its day-night cycle, or foreshadowing her eventual role over Lothlorien. And, um, yeah, very interesting. I think um, the actor that's playing Galadriel is a good fit. Like I, I kind of haven't seen too too much stuff with her in it, but um, I kind of just feel like she fits well as a younger Galadriel, so from what I've seen so far. I like yeah. Um, want to talk about the next shot? A human the guy next lost a shot. Yes. He do uh, be lost. Um, the he, do, he do indeed be lost. <laughs> Not really given a lot of details uh, in the trailer that we got. It's like with all the sea foam and rain, yeah. it's very blurry. And I, I personally haven't really seen any further details or context as to who that is. But there is a character with kind of a similar build and similar color hair later on in the trailer, uh, an elf that potentially could be. Mm -hmm. uh, aside from that, I mean, 
not a lot of real information that we have. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is kind of like a very, like, you know, these shots are only like, you know, one, maybe 1.7, I mean, not 1.7, like 0. 0.7 seconds, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of hard to gather, you know, a lot of information, but, um, you know, according to a Vanity Fair feature, you know, kind of, uh, would seem to be a character that's original uh, named Halbrand, who is a fugitive from his own past. A castaway, he will meet Galadriel while they are both adrift in Middle-earth's western sea. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Mm. So, the whole being lost at sea thing, I don't know if that was... Like I'm not sure, but I don't know if that was part of um you know, part of the adventures and somewhere in the books. Uh I don't know if that part specifically. But then we have our next shot here of an elf warrior named Arendir. Or maybe I pronounced it wrong, Arondir. That actually sounds like it makes more sense. Um, you know, this scene in the trailer when he does something kind of legless, Legolas-like level, um, grabs the arrow mid-flight. Um, <laughs> and yes. being played by Ismael Cruz Cordova. I think that's how you say his name. Yeah. Um, he gets a set of hero shots doing cool bow, bow stuff. And he says this, is, this elven warrior hails from the forest rather than like the big uh, fancy elf cities. Unfortunately, this whole scene is kind of the big controversy point that a lot of fans have taken. Mm-hmm. It's just okay. another elf boy for me to simp over. Yes. Factual. Um, nope. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that later about some of the controversies that have spiked because of this. Uh, uh, not even just this scene in the trailer itself, but kind of some other aspects of, of it too. But in this shot in particular, you know, um, Arondir is you know, doing a cool bow shot and some things that we learn about him is like, and he will apparently have a forbidden romance with a human woman, a village healer named Bronwyn. And Tolkien himself was kind of detailed about how many elf and human romances in the history of Middle-earth actually panned out and worked. So... You know, so if this kind of kind of is true, Arondir and Brown and Bronwyn, you know, it's not looking good for them. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> um so along with that, we have our next shot here. And initially, when I saw this. 
I thought this was um, Elrond just, you know, just immediately looking at it. But I mean, later, no, because Elrond's supposed to be younger. Um, but yeah, young Japan as well. A young, a wee lad. Um, so it says, though played by Benjamin Walker, you're not sure who this elf is. And, you know, it says he's looking at an object in the sky that's apparently a meteorite. And that meteorite is probably something that we'll see later here in a bit. Outfit, kind of like the ones in the uh, poster here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, matches one of the ones in the posters here, but has a lot of golden robes, many things, but don't really have a name. Just kind of general dude guy McGee. Mm-hmm. The role yeah. of Elrond must be filled, but we couldn't get the actor, so <laughs> here you go. <laughs> Dollar General looking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah discount Elrond yes I'm sure he'll do great yeah exci- excited though cause uh, that's a really cool shot too him looking mm-hmm. up in the sky too like 10 bucks that scene is gonna have wind blowing through it I'm yes. calling it oh easy easy dog easy. oh it looks like he's being was that play, play, played by Chase Edwards Charles Edwards Yes. Wait. Okay, he's being played by Charizard. Yes, okay. So that's really that's like one of my favorite shots right there. Out of the or is that saying that Kellabrimbor's in here and Kellabrim uh Kella is being played by Charles Edwards? Yeah, I think it since it's italicized, it says yeah. It says Celebrimbor. So does that mean we're getting Celebrimbor? Probably. I mean. Dang. Well, that would make sense because he is the one who yeah. made the rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll be. Wait. Yeah, he also could be like an original character. As mm-hmm. well. So it's like someone not even based on anything, really. So that'll be fun to see. Then we have a shot of Gladiol on a horse, looking epic, cool, poggers. Love it. Um, do a fast. Makes you school. makes you wonder if we're gonna see some of the Roharim again. That'll be awesome. Or Love maybe that. like the predecessors of the Roharim. Mm-hmm. And it <laughs> wouldn't be a Lord of the Rings flick without a cave troll. This is factual. This is factual. Going to our next shot here. A character flees a cave troll-like monster. Monster that we n- never seen before. Um, no idea who this man is. Never seen him before in my life. Yes. It kind of seems to be the theme of this. Yes, so we have a shot of a big, ugly monster. A torch-wielding figure recoils from it. Dressed in the same gray as Galadriel, so maybe like uh, 
yeah, perhaps a connection toward you know to Galadriel and his party or her party. Uh, so that can be some along those lines. And then we have an elven location. Looks wonderful. Love it. Gives a lot of uh, uh, Riverwood vibes. Yeah, like fel- Fellowship of the Ring vibes. <laughs> Autumn, waterfalls, elves, trees. Cliff, you know. Oh, okay. Stairs <laughs> off on the left. Like, it's it's yeah. trademarked, bro. Like, you gotta. It's great. We love Got it. a water basin. Got, we have the gold-robed elf man again with a whole bunch of other characters kind of. Oh snap! I can't. I can't move. Follow, oh. following suit. Yes. Ooh. Oh. Oh yeah. Looks like we have knights in the foreground. Oh, I like those white robe ones. Those mm-hmm. are thick. It's really cool. Yeah. So that looks like this might also be the where the scene. Uh where that character sees the meteor kind of a similar structure with the water flowing yeah because uh yeah it looks like that same rounded Mm -hmm. yeah probably like right this man lives at that one particular (laughs) rock literally under a rock um yes a nice forest oven location you can tell from all the you know forest Stuffs, tings. It's great. And then we have my favorite. Um, Prince John- Doran the Fourth. Prince Doran the Fourth. And freaking Wayne author. Oh my God. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Looking great. Um, great from Kazadoom. <laughs> Look at my boy. Look at him. Look at that baby beard. It's great. Yes. He does, in fact, not have a baby beard. <laughs> it is in fact a very large beard, but uh, <laughs> my beard yes. is baby beard, but that <laughs> beard. Yes. Um. So we have a shot of Prince Doran the Fourth, and hailing from Kaza Doom, and you know just looking straight at him. Um, not much more to it, but it's a much more like Kaza Doom. You know, given, you know, it was a much more notorious name given to it after dwarves delved too greedily and found the Balrog yes. in Moria. And so Tolkien placed the demise of Kaze Doom during the reign of Fourth. Or, or, or no, that's six. No, six. Yeah. So we we'll probably won't get Balrog, like, well, like we might not like, get that Balrog. That's also true. Like, it's very high possibility. Like I said, you know, Amazon really, like, then again, I'm baby at Tolkien. I don't know. <laughs> I am uh, Balrogs are kind of like the evil version of what uh, uh, Gandalf is. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like Maiar, too. Corrupt, right? Corrupted, yeah. Corrupted yeah. Maiar. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. So then we have actual Elrond. 
Um, Robert Arameo. He's such a baby face. I know. He looks so young. So, with his character, it's kind of portraying a younger and more youth, like kind of untested Elrond. So, it's going to be quite quite a role to fill, really. Um, <clears throat> considering, you know, Hugo Weaving is just like, you know, just grant just this wonderfully grandiose, you know, charismatic Iconic. character. Iconic. And uh, so being portrayed by such a younger actor, it's like, can't wait to see how that's portrayed through this actor, you know? So really excited to see it. Yeah, it looks good. Like I said, baby face, but uh, looks great. And uh, next up, we have Princess Disa. Um, the singing woman is the dwarven princess Disa, uh, played by Sophia Nomvet. Don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Please forgive me if I butchered it. But uh, yes, she will be the dwarven princess. So, kind of. Oh, uh huh. I'm just gonna say, I think this is the first time we've ever seen a female dwarf on screen. Yeah, like kind of like on screen, like actual screen time, you know? Because uh, <laughs> probably like in probably in, for example, The Hobbit, that in that very first scene before like the the smog came in and said yeet um <laughs> i think there was like a couple of just you know just throughout the it's like throughout the little city shots yeah but um this is the first time a dwarf you know woman has been like actively on screen like front and center yeah mm -hmm. so it'll be interesting because since she's a princess uh and prince during the fourth is a prince you know it seems like Married or by blood, you know, so I'll be really cool to see too, mm -hmm. huh? Mm -hmm. And uh, our next shot, Galadriel at sea. This is another yes. interesting shot that I was very confused by because I was like, I didn't realize, like, like okay, why is her hair being pulled up like that? But see, I thought. Real. I thought that this was revealing that she was a half elf. Yeah, I think yeah, I think this that is what this is. But um, I was like, who's trying to like like whose hand is that? And you know, so mm -hmm. it's been talked about that that hand is probably the you know could be the original character Halbrand Halbrand that was like at sea before. So this mm -hmm. is related to that you know lost at sea shot as well. Yeah. So revealing pointed elven ears. So that'll be an interesting kind of like arc between those two. Mm -hmm. Um like like I said, this is all new to me, really. Because I'm once again baby at Tolkien, but uh this is very exciting to see how this folds out. And kind of how like in the well, I would say in the end, but considering this is like 
going to be how long? Um, <laughs> it's, you know, kind of see how we can make the connections between what we know already and, like, what's taking place here. So that'll be really fun. And then we have the scene with the meteorite crashing down. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think it's done crashing down, but it's, like, it's, it's here. Um, <laughs> so there was a very, you know, explosive scene with a meteorite and a man seemingly coming out of the meteorite being pulled by seemingly that same Harfrit girl that we saw in the beginning of the trailer. I'm going to make a bet that that shaggy-haired man is going to be the uh, castaway guy. Okay. (laughs) I was like, if you say Tom Bobbidoe, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's Tom Bombadil. I swear. Oh my goodness. That'd be so funny, though, if Amazon really just said, you know what? You know what? Yeah. Heck, that's. The thing is, Tom was like supposed to be here before anything else, any other living thing. So. Mm -hmm. He could be there. Quotes, unquote, you know? Not ruling out the possibility that he could be on the show, but like, it'd be interesting. It's a matter of how in depth does Amazon want to go with it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like they, uh, I don't know if they have every single. I don't think they have every single right to like. Yeah, all this stuff because you know it depends on like, you know what they act. They actually bought the rights to it too, so they can't mess with every single aspect of Tolkien. So, mm-hmm. um, so with this shot, we have a smaller, shaggy-headed person reaching out the hand, pulling out uh, a man with wild hair and a beard, flame like amongst flaming wreckage, and so, hmm. Yeah, it probably is the Hartford girl because it shows because Vanity Fair told us that Megan Richards' character is going to have like an encounter with the mysterious lost man. So that would be something very interesting to see as well. So two kind of character arc slash dynamics we have is Galadriel and the human lost at sea and the Hartford girl and this meteorite man. Um, what if the man lost at sea ends up being a young Gandalf? Ooh. Well, he's, he is, he's probably human though. Like, <laughs> like in Gandalf. Well, A Maiar, well, Gandalf's a Maiar. Yeah. Can they be like made Maiar from human form? Like, do Maiar age? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that would be. Looks like we got ourselves some homework. Ah, yes. That's a lot of homework with all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Anything you know, with like, talking is a lot of homework. Yeah, it really is. Um, <laughs> it might as well be Lovecraft with how much in-depth research you have to do. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, 
so yeah. So we kind of see those two dynamics going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so then our next shot is Doran being cool. Um, just literally splits a rock in half. Gotta do it. It's like reverse dwarf Excalibur. Like if you can break the stone, you're king. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> literally just like bada bing bada boom bada buoy just uh asserting his dominance um <laughs> gotta like that's you, you don't make the rules you just do it so i think also in the back of this shot here i got some uh dwarf like uh uh what do you call um some Dwarves dressed in, you know... Some noblemen? Yeah, noblemen. That was the word. Dressed in fine clothing, um, looking spiffy. Lots of beards. Yes. I'm looking forward to seeing dwarven cities actually inhabited as opposed to just being, like, abandoned in yeah. wrecks. Yeah. That'd be nice to see, like, the Second Age. Because back in the Second Age, the dwarves and the elves were, like, chilling right they were like kind of like the peak yeah it was, yeah. It was uh smaug that kind of drew a wedge between mm-hmm. them yeah yeah so that would be cool to see for sure yeah then our next shot arondir got an axe so he's leaping with a chain on his ankle to a higher ledge some sort with an axe. Gladiator, maybe? Yeah. Very interesting. I have no idea what's going on here. But uh, he's about to do cool elf things, and we love that for him. Um, nice. Gotta do what you gotta do, B. Gotta do it. And then we have the nice shot of Elves battling orcs. I feel been, like, and it's been told that like the character in this shot is Finrod, and um, Finrod, I believe, was an Elven king of Noldor, the eldest son of Finarfin, the older brother to Angrod. Okay. Okay, so the older brother of Galadriel as well. So kind of a family yeah. family tree going on. I feel like this fight is what's going to either make or break this whole series because it's always like the big elf on orc battles that people mm-hmm. clamor for. We shall have to see what we get. Uh, looks like we have some technical difficulties there, uh, uh, Master Nick. Uh, you're you're muted, big fella. And we there are- you oh, are. Okay. 
So it looks like the final image that we have here is small hand and a big hand. And wow. Yeah, I'm the gonna hand... make a guess. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna guess it's gonna be that uh, harp's foot. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that the big hand. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call it because it'd be cool if they did. Uh, one of the shape changers, like what Bayard was. Ooh, he was, I think it was said that there used to be a whole bunch of them in like the second age. And then Bayorn was one of the last. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That's just that's just a wild guess of mine, though. I wouldn't put any stock in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Amazon did a good job of not revealing too much. So my guess is still um, Guy for the Meteorite, but um, is is that is that what you meant, like? Hmm. So I guess it's still the guy from the meteorite. Is there a guy in it? Oh, in yeah, the meteorite. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, I thought that was just a guy that was like trapped in it. No, like uh, yeah. Um, Looks, we've got a lot of questions. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Because I don't know what's going on. Because <laughs> I frankly... I'm not smart. I'm dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no way to tell until it We're shows up on September 2nd. It. it could not come soon enough, though. I'm so excited for this. I actually can't wait. It's going to be great. It's fantastic. So, um, along with all these awesome shots. Of course, um, there has been some fun theories as to what, you know, everything is. Mm -hmm. And also some uh, controversies as well. Um, or some, quote unquote, like, uh, unfaithfulness to Tolkien's, you know, original writings. Yeah. Um, and for that, we're going to direct you to uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to direct you to Lord of the Rings Twitter. Um, but yeah, as for me personally, I, I'm one of those people that's like, hey man, it's a show. It's got yeah. some cool elf dwarf stuff. Like, heck yeah, you know, I'm in. <laughs> so I'm we here for big fights. Yeah. <laughs> some fantasy like do i care if there's like a black guy that's an elf and a black lady that's a dwarf not really yeah because people had the same problem with the uh shadow of shadow of war games there was a uh black guy in one of the human cities there and people threw a big fit that it wasn't lore accurate yeah yeah so just you know stuff like that um so, yeah, the day the trailer came out, obviously it, it blew up with, you know, positive, positive stuff as well, you know, ex genuine mm. excitement, but also there was a big side of it as well. It was like talking about, you know, unfaithfulness to Tolkien's creation and then, you know, 
people with like people of color as well. So, you know, it was frankly kind of a mess. But, <laughs> but um, as for us, we're just like, hey man, just I'm here for I'm, more cool yeah. Tolkien stuff. Yes, show it's, we're looking forward to, about. and we like fantasy because reality sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, so you any know. Other... <laughs> uh, so any other thoughts to uh, Lord of the Rings trailer or any? It looks interesting. Uh, some of the posters that we got look really. Cool. This is have a lot of implications because, like, we the... have the there's the general uh, like lords and ladies that we have. Like, we clearly have the princess is in there, young Galadriel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a figure that's holding a uh, figure that's holding an apple that was uh, holding yeah. the hand of that small figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, some guy in red robes holding a scroll. We have uh, Prince Durin the Fourth with his hammer. We have that uh, elf with the with an arrow in his hand. We clearly have one of the horse lords, which gives me more hope that we might see the Ro- Roharim in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there is a figure which I'm going to assume is that castaway fellow with what kind of looks like a cross between. Uh, the blade that the Ringwraiths, the Nazgul had, kind of mm-hmm. shattered and broken with some wooden elements to it. And then we see what very much looks like a Dark Lord holding a yeah. very sinister blade. Yeah. That gauntlet looks mm-hmm. really pointy. Um, Looks like the blade has some elven characteristics to it too a lot of connecting mm-hmm. uh like vines strapping from the the cross guard up to the actual blade because uh, this is the second era right yeah so... so this i don't think this is going to be morgoth yeah kind of like more yeah i wonder how that part is going to be like Kind of Sauron's kind of like, kind of like his turn, I guess. You know, <laughs> or you know, what I mean, like maybe esque. I don't know, <laughs> but like, kind of just more of that character in general. But I think he came along in the third era. Yeah, but yeah, like um. Mm-hmm. Oh no! 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 I'm wrong. It was at the end of the Second Age, where he was destroyed. Yeah. So, could be, but it's going to be interesting, since Sauron is mostly shown with his mace, as opposed to a sword. It's factual. So, maybe perhaps an acolyte? Uh, maybe we'll be seeing the, uh, the Witch King of Angmar again, kind of his origins? Okay. 
potentially, because I think he was brought back by Sauron. Or maybe we'll start seeing the corruption of the Nine Kings of Men. Ooh. Yeah. That would be cool to see that too, how that kind of goes down. Kind of like how that kind of see how that gets It done. seems like all the rings themselves kind of have a large focal point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if we have Celebrimbor in here, then we might just have an unturned Sauron. Because I believe Sauron aided. Or at the very least, the beginnings of the corruption of Sauron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my guess, too. It's mm-hmm. like we'll be able to like, probably be in there, kind of be able to see unturned Sar- Sauron. And that'd be fun. I am here for all of that. Same. <laughs> Give me pointy man McGee origin <laughs> stories, please. Yes. Yes. We love it. So yeah. I'm interested the... to see if like any of these characters that we'll be following along will also turn in the end. Cause I'm imagining that it'll kind of be like the big end might just be the united army of men elves and dwarves against the forces of Sauron mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'll be interested to see that too mm-hmm. especially there's so many characters yeah there's a lot of focal points here so somebody's got to get <laughs> someone is gonna backstab someone <laughs> and I am here for it <laughs> yeah so yeah looking forward to it um, Lord of the Rings Ring of Power premieres on Prime Video on September 2nd of this year and can't wait for it it's gonna be exciting yes. I'm watching it right with you so uh, without, with that Thank you all for listening to this special episode of The Nerds In. And uh, no doubt, as more information comes out about this series, we'll cover it as well. And want to thank you, Joe, for being on. Well, thanks for having me. Yes, indeed. And until next time, peace. Fare thee well.